Hello. Glad to have you back here today. Well, the snowstorm wasn't as bad as predicted last week, but we got several inches of snow and a lot of drifting. And this week we got almost another foot or so. So I don't see our snow melting anytime soon. But I did want to teach you the seed basics of starting your vegetable seeds indoors. Because if you haven't started that yet, I'm sure you will be there soon. This is an episode from last year. But I get so many questions about growing seeds and I'm not an expert at all. But I will give you the information I know. Remember, if you don't have time to grow your own seeds or the patients, you can buy them before you plant your garden from a greenhouse that's done that part for you. And that is what I did for many, many years. But it is a little more expensive. At the end of this episode, I talk about what I newly planted last year. So I wanted to update you on how these items did. Radishes grew great and I'll grow more of them this year. They were super easy and grow really fast. I actually planted them a few different times. So that was good. The asparagus patch is looking great. However, they aren't ready to harvest for a few more years yet. They're just tiny little plants that I had gotten. And then the snap peas were amazing. And my family enjoyed going out to the garden and grabbing a bunch off the trellis for a little snack almost daily. So we'll plant more of those. The cabbage did okay. I did purple and regular cabbage, uh, but they only got about three quarters of a size of a regular cabbage at the store. So I just think they didn't have enough time to grow. And the Brussels sprouts needed a longer growing season as well. So I won't plant them again this year. Honestly, it's a trial every year. Last year, our peppers didn't grow as well and many people in our area said they had the same problem. So each year ends up a little bit different. A lot of times it has to do with the weather too. So if you're just starting out growing your own food, don't give up. Enjoy this replay and I will be back next week. Hey friend, welcome to Claiming Simplicity Podcast. I'm your host, Monica H. Baker. Are you feeling tired and overwhelmed as a mom working paycheck to paycheck, wanting to get out of debt and enjoy your family? I was too. And I realized if I was going to put God and family first, I had to stop spending all of my time at work. So I created a simplified life plan that allowed me to get out of debt, scale back my career, and still be able to live fruitfully. But with more purpose and time than ever before. And I never looked back. Inside this podcast, you will learn how to simplify your home and finances, learn simple routines, personal development, and connect your faith. I'm so grateful you're here. If you're ready to create a simplified life that you dreamed of, you are in the right place. Hello. Welcome to another week. This was a very exciting weekend for us. We added two kids to the family, and we are... Super excited, to say the least. We added two seven-week-old female Nigerian dwarf goats in hopes that in a year we breed them and we'll be able to milk them. So we're very excited about that. But today we are talking about when to plant seeds. I just planted seeds, and I know I had so many questions when I first started doing a garden. Depending on where you live, 
This may not even apply to you because you may have already planted yours. But if not, this information is for you. And even if you have, you can always use this information for next year. I didn't start all of my seeds, but tomatoes, peppers, and a few others are what I like to get started before we bring them outside to plant because our season is so short in Minnesota. I probably won't be ready to plant outside until probably early June here. We still were getting snow last week, so I'm hoping at least early June. Hopefully the end of May, but last year I planted at the very end of May and a couple days after I planted, we got a freeze. So I probably won't even attempt it till the beginning of June. But first I wanted to talk about the different seed types. There are heirloom seeds, which means they have been around for 50 years. If you save the heirloom seeds, they're going to be the exact same vegetable you had originally planted. Then there's the hybrid. And that just means the plants have cross-pollinated to have qualities of two different plants that they created for a better plant. It's a natural process and they're safe to use. But if you save the seeds from a hybrid, you're not going to get the same plant. You might end up getting qualities from one parent or the other parent plant the following year. All seeds are organic. So you don't even have to worry about if it says organic on the package and you don't want to pay more. So I did not know that when I first started planting seeds. Also, another myth is that you have to look for the GMO in the package. You do not have to worry about that either. This is only my second year starting seeds, so I'm gonna teach you what I've done. Look on the seed packet to see when you should plant, because it will depend on your zone. I use seed starting cells and a tray underneath and a dome. It all comes together. Never bring outdoor soil to the seeds. If you bring it inside, you'll bring fungus, disease, and insects. As soon as you bring it in, mold and disease will grow and kill your seedlings, so buy a seed-starting mix. I like to buy an organic mix. So once you're ready, you'll put the dirt in the cells or cups with holes in the bottom, plant the seeds. You can use popsicle sticks to mark the plants. Mine actually come with six markers. There's six rows in my cells, and so you could use those but for the first year, but... After that, you can use popsicle sticks or whatever just so that you know what you're planting. And then you'll put a small amount of water in the bottom of the tray, about a quarter full. So the water goes up into the plant. Dump what's left after about 30 minutes. Once you see the plants are a lighter brown and dry, water them. Let them be dry for a day or so and then water from the bottom again. After 10 to 14 days of plant growing, you will want to fertilize with any water-soluble fertilizer, but only use about a quarter of what it calls for. Do that about once a month, but be careful because you can do more harm if you use too much. I didn't even use fertilizer last year, and we had a very abundant garden. So I'm thinking it was because of our chickens and turkey poop fertilizer we had outside. It probably depends on how long you have the seeds indoors too. So I will only have mine about six weeks indoors. 
Last year, I did place a dome over it, but this year I'm going to try it without because I've read it can cause a fungus. I'm using some of my husband's shop lights for lighting, and the lighting needs to be 2,000 to 3,000 lumens, a minimum of 5 to 6,500 Kelvin, which is a daylight, and don't spend a lot of money on lights. Put the lights one to two inches above the soil surface, and you'll have your lights on anywhere from 12 to 16 hours. I did not put a heat mat underneath mine, but I'm going to try it this year with the peppers and tomatoes because they are in my basement, so it is a little cooler down there. Here is what I planted last year. Tomatoes, green peppers, jalapeno peppers, white squash, zucchini, buttercup squash, spaghetti squash, cucumbers, carrots, onions, green beans, dill, pumpkins, watermelons, potatoes, strawberries, raspberries, and a grapevine. The only thing we won't plant this year is watermelon because we can't seem to grow watermelon very well here at all. And we do have rhubarb as well. I did um, transplant some of that from one area to the other. So it is a small plant right now, but we like to make some rhubarb, des rhubarb desserts in the summer. And this is what we're adding this year. Brussels sprouts, asparagus, cabbage, snap peas, and radishes. I'm really excited about that. I hope this helps you get started with your seeds indoors. And if you have any questions, email me at claimingsimplicity at gmail.com. Have a great week. Thank you so much for being here. If this podcast inspired you or helped you in any way, I would love for you to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts, and I may feature your review on the air. Please share this podcast with your friends. Join our free Claiming Simplicity Facebook group to connect with other women that want to simplify. And don't forget to take a screenshot and tag me at Claiming Simplicity on Instagram. I can't wait to connect with you.